Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's going on, guys? It's your boy Anthony alongside the best. And I mean the best. Oh, <laughs> big three account in the universe. Big three news. Back with another edition of the Fourth Man, and we are super static, super pumped because of all the recent news coming out within the Big Three. We're gonna get all into it. But first off, how you doing, my guy? I'm doing fantastic. I like you said, it's been a pretty busy two weeks. I know we didn't. Um, excuse me, we didn't do one last week, but. You know, we got a ton to touch on and we got a pretty cool interview uh, coming up. So this is going to be a packed show. So uh, I'm super excited to get down into it. Yeah, I was going to say, is this the the most active that the Big Three News account has been as of late? I mean, maybe within the past year. Yeah, 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 because of everything going on. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I would say probably the most active that we've been, you you just want to talk about last year was probably the TBT when you had Dante Green playing and then Joe Johnson overseas elite. Um and then I want to feel like there's and all the all the team. other guys that were supposed to play in the in the right. TBT yep. there. Right. Yeah. hundred percent. So we we were thinking maybe uh, we were going to get a couple teams made up of big three guys as my dog uh, begins to bark. But uh, he's excited for big three. She is very excited for big oh, three. Oh, she. She yes. She's, uh, <laughs> yeah, she's very particular about that. But um, <laughs> so yeah. So so right now we have you know Joe Johnson in the America Cup. He, uh, yeah. as recording this, he's just defeated Michael Thompson and the Bahamas, which is I don't know, a phrase. I don't know. I, I didn't think I'd ever say, but it's basically sort of a, <laughs> uh, it's a revenge. It's triplets revenge on power. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And we're going to get all into that America, the big three news and everything else. But first want to talk about the show. If you want to find the show on any social media or our personal accounts, as always, it's at fourth man pod at big three news and at a underscore Siggy. If you want to watch the show instead of listening to the show, you can find us on youtube.com backslash fourth man pod. And for those of you tuning in on Saturday on the nothing but net channel through dash radio, we appreciate you guys as always, whether always you're appreciate first our dash fam. Absolutely. Whether you're, it's, you're listening for the first time, which I think every time I say this, it, it resonates more, but it, whether you're listening for the first time, I think this is the, the perfect last time, time, perfect time to listen to <laughs> not the last time or your <laughs> uh, continued listener. We appreciate the support as Always. And like Will said, we have a great show with a great interview on the back end here. But let's touch on some of the big three stuff first, because obviously things like seems like things are ramping up over there with the big three. They just hired a new CEO. They have the hashtag going that big three is back, releasing the video they originally released back at the beginning of 2020 when they were announcing the new rule changes heading into season four. But let's talk about our new CEO, Chris Hannon. He has worked everywhere from Fox to his most recent job with hemp hydrate as a CMO where he had really built the company up through some of his strategies. Well, we've talked about this off, off the podcast a little bit, how we think this is a great strategy to go after someone with a ton of marketing experience, especially after a season where, you know, it was postponed because of COVID and everything. But when you first saw that he was a CMO and you first heard about the hiring, what were you thinking? I was so relieved (laughs) <laughs> you know that we were that we were finally getting this. You know, Anthony, and I, we, 
we have a obviously we talk a lot of big three on this podcast, but you know we also talk a lot off this podcast. And one of the things mm-hmm. that Anthony and I always said to each other is like, you know, who is in the leadership position? You know, is it Cube? Is it Jeff Quantnitz? You know, because they, you know, they're busy people. They're always off. You know, I don't want to say they're off doing their own thing because you know it's what made them this successful. But you know, Ice Cube was releasing music. He just has his cannabis company. Jeff Quantnitz is one of the lawyers against Robin Hood. You know, so like I know I knew they have a ton going on. And so I always say to Anthony, I'm like, who's like who's the big three guy? Like who's the guy that wakes up and is like, I'm trying to make the big three work. And you know, I think it's Mike told us it's you know uh, Justin Williams, it's uh, you know it, it's Thomas Scott. You know, it's it's a lot of people. But now it's there's a new CEO, there's a new captain of the ship, and I think it could come at a time where they could definitely use it because it's it's a critical season. Mm-hmm. For their success they got to nail this and so uh, you know i'm excited for him i i think he has a strong background and like you said i think you know he is uh he comes from a unique situation but it's a unique league so i'm very excited to s- learn more about him and see sort of the style and the direction that he's going to take this league but i'm hopeful you know yeah. now that we can sort of put a face and a name to who is making these critical decisions and you know, I know for a while it was Amy Trask, and then she moved on to uh, chairman of the board, and she, in my opinion, has done a phenomenal job. Hundred uh, percent. Thus, thus far, but you know, now it's uh, you know, now now we're gonna see what what happens moving forward. So, I'm just excited. I'm just happy that we're finally getting some news. You could see that okay, like yes. there's movement. You know, there's there's, the there's signs of life. There. Yes, there's absolutely. signs of life. You know, it's just so happy. I know. You know, I'm sure there was always stuff going on behind the scenes. You know, but it was never made public. It was never really talked about. So I'm really just happy that this was sort of just a public and it's a big move. You know, it's yeah. almost, you know, I, I mean, this is I, someone who yeah. is essentially going to, you know, run the, I mean, this is probably the most unique experience. I think that was well worded in the sense, unique background coming into an experience like no other. I mean, I don't think there's a lot of leagues that took off because of COVID outside of no. March Madness. And they, you know, we obviously know the credibility they have and the longstanding they have within fans. So now Chris Hannon's going to come in here and kind of not only work with a league that's been delayed for a year, postponed for a year, but also work within a league that was promoting all these new rule changes, right? Mm-hmm. They had all these exciting things going on. They were rebranding to a fireball three league. Yeah. And essentially it's about putting that back on the map. How can we create that excitement coming out of season three with a year gap in between? And so that's why I was so intrigued by the CMO aspect of, of someone who has clearly built him hydrate to an extent or put them on the map and made them a little bit more well-known has a long-standing background within major media networks um, so he understands you know how things work and how things are operated and what it takes to get some viewership and I think that's the part that is the most exciting outside of just the traction that we now have with the big three and them promoting someone to wake up and be that guy where he says okay what do, what do I need to do today in order for the big three to have success and for us to move in the direction we need to in order for the 2021 season to get going. Yeah, definitely. And I think we're already starting to see that, you know, the, uh, this whole hashtag big three is back. They've mm-hmm. sort of, they, they released all of the, uh, they released the rule sets, which I, I think I were trying to figure out if that was the original video or if that was a new video. It did kind of look new to me, Yeah, I uh, think- especially towards the end, but they're still only using season three highlights, which mm-hmm. I think Anthony and I disagree on this. I think it has to do with 
like ownership rights. Anthony thinks they're just more. Uh, I think it has more to do with yeah, just like, like a, one of those yeah, strategies. Yeah, but, so I, that'd be an interesting question to get an answer to. I'm not really too sure, um, but yeah, so I think it, they're just getting people familiar with who they are, mm-hmm. right? Like, all right, this is the big three. This is what we're about. This is who's played for us, you know, because. You know, you have to remember, right? Like we we know, and if you're listening to this podcast, if you're listening to a big three podcast when there haven't been big three games in a year, I'm assuming that, you know, you're pretty dug in at this point. So, you know, we all know the story at this point, but now it's up to, you know, getting people who maybe were on the fence or left back and attracting mm-hmm. new people. So that yeah. starts and very strategically smart and sound what they did is by all right, re, you know, I'm, they're going to reintroduce themselves on the big three. This is what I'm about. These are our rules. You know, get people familiar with it, and that to me yeah. is just an anticipation of the next announcement, which is going to be this is when we're playing, and this is who's going to be in the league. Yeah, and I mean, what better content to use than the content from your most successful season, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, season three was just you get a host of big names that, you know, Joe Johnson obviously is the big one, but even the guys like Gilbert Arenas, that was another big one. Um, you add four new teams within that season. Uh, you know, we have a great matchup within the reigning champs and then now the defending champs within power and, and triplets in the sense that power is the only team that's ever beaten triplets. So all these great things within big, within season three. And now, like you said, reintroducing some aspects of what they were going to introduce who we are, what we're trying to become and what we've accomplished up to this point that you missed out on and why you need to go back and see some of these things. So I, I really think a lot of that was had to do with marketing strategy. It could be, it could be Fox rights, who knows, but at the end of the day, we've talked about this a million times, you know, there's still a contract on the table for their, their with their TV network on, on CBS and CBS sports and everything. And ultimately I think they're kind of going from here. Okay. What's happened in the past was great. We did a lot of good things, but we need to progress forward because of this gap. We don't want we don't want anyone to remember the gap. We want everyone to remember right. we had a good first three seasons and we're gonna continue to have, you know, a great four, five, six, seven, and so on season. So bring Chris Hannon in. They got the hashtag big three is back and and using a lot of great content from within season three. So a lot of big news. I think, like you said, the next thing is where it's gonna be played. Is it gonna be in a bubble setting? Where's the schedule? Who are the big names that are coming back? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's key, you know, and I think you hit on it. And, you know, one of the interesting things that I took away from that, the CEO announcement is they released, obviously, the press release, and they said a lot of things. And one of the things that Cube said is that they've taken this year to reflect and examine, I, I'm, you know, I'm misquoting him, but, you know, every, they examine every aspect of the league and they've made it better. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious as to what that entails. Yeah. And you it's know, encouraging well, that, you know, Cube and I'm assuming Jeff Quanowitz are, it was still a focus. They were right. still, you know, probably meeting up or talking on the phone, like, what do we need to do with this and there? So it's encouraging that it was still somewhere in, in, in their brain with all the other multitude of things that they have going on. No, definitely. No, for sure. Because, you know, like we said, you know, they're all the different stuff that they have going on. So, you know, I don't expect them to be thinking about the big three 24 seven, but I do expect there to be, some people or a team of people whose, you know, number one priority is this league. And it sounds like they have some people who, or at least they're building a team of people who are going to, you know, get us right for 2021. So I'm excited. Yeah. So stay tuned. We'll continue to update you guys as the big three continues to make things public 
until then, we'll continue to find our guys playing in other leagues like we've been doing for the past two years. And a familiar face that continues to play in any league and every league, it seems like, for the therapeutic <laughs> aspect of basketball. And that's Joe, Joe Marcus Johnson, apparently, according to uh, the American. Is that his middle name? Apparently. They, I don't know why they're throwing out all the middle names on America up on their website, on their Instagram, but everyone's middle name is like being well, thrown out there. Uh-huh. Let, me, let me maybe give an answer to that. Okay. Correct me if I'm wrong, but in Latin American cultures, aren't some, you know, you're referred to by your middle name? Isn't the middle name well, the name w- you're referred to? Maybe so. Maybe so in Latin America. I know in like European culture, they usually have like a couple last names. So I don't know. Right. If, well, I guess they're in Puerto Rico. So it'd be more on the Latin America side. But well, I, just, I think America is like, it's like North America and South America or North America right, and right. Central America. Uh, mm-hmm. So we've seen the Puerto Rico's, the Bahamas. So or Mexico, yeah. Right, right. The Mexico well, and Canada, you know, it's yeah. almost like CONCACAF. Um, but, you know, so that, that's what I think maybe. It's like maybe like Could in be. some cultures, he's Marcus Johnson. Maybe so. He's a whole other dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, we know him as ISO Joe. And, you know, right now, or I should say just finishing up, they were playing in their first game of the America Cup qualifiers for 2022. And it was the USA versus the Bahamas and a familiar face he was going against. Uh, well, I should say a, a familiar face is alongside of him with Isaiah Thomas and and some other NBA vets that have played as recently as this year. Going up against a familiar face in the big three, and that's Michael Thompson, brother of yeah. Clay Thompson, but also a member of Power last year with, you know, a team, the, like I mentioned before, the only team to beat triplets. He was a part of that power team that actually knocked off the champions the sole people to knock off the champions. Um, looks like Joe got his revenge. Uh, he did. He, I guess America named him the MVP of the game, but with he finished with 11 points, nine rebounds, six assists. So it looks like he was flirting with the triple-double, doing a little bit of everything. But the best result out of that is a USA 183-270. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty dominant performance. Oh, I, I, I misquoted. That was a different oh. game. <laughs> oh, the USA. I thought they were, they put up like ninety nine. Yes, ninety nine to fifty nine. It was a very yeah, dominant. That's, I, it was. A, I, I was going to say. I thought I didn't know the score off the top of my head, but I don't remember looking at it. I mean, Michael Thompson obviously is a good player. You know, he's a he's a G League caliber guy. Um, he didn't really make the impact. I think that we expected him to on power, but mm-hmm. I also don't want to judge him off of his brother and his father. You know. Yeah. Um. So you know, but. Yeah, I mean, listen, that that Team USA, I mean, you have Isaiah Thomas, you have Joe Johnson, you have, you know, a, a lot of guys on that roster. So, you know, I think, you know, it's going to be like Olympic ball a little bit. You know, the team that really is going to be interesting to see is Puerto Rico. Yeah, and before I, before I move too far on, I'm getting my scores all mixed up because oh. I was on their website, but the score was 93-77. to 77. Joe with those same oh. stats. Michael Thompson, looks like he started the game. It looks like we saw a little action between them. Uh, going head to head against each other, but Michael Thompson, he looks like he started, only finished with 15 minutes, had three shots, didn't make any, and finished with the rebound. So looks like limited opportunities within there, but nonetheless, a dominant performance and fun to see two big three guys, not only just like representing their countries, but going at it again. Absolutely, and triplets get gets their long-awaited revenge. Yeah, in a weird way, yes, they get, they get some kind of satisfaction, but Joe is going to make it happen somehow as the captain of that team. But you're right, Puerto Rico is an interesting team uh, with the dynamic they have going on. Yeah, I mean, you have uh, Shabazz Napier, you have J.J. Barea, 
You have a big three name in Carlos Arroyo as a coach and as sort of an assistant um, there. We know he's very involved in the Puerto Rico program. So there are teams that honestly, you know, they look good at the gate. You know, I think I mean, when you have guys, when you have NBA All-Stars on one team, it's hard to root against them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we saw what happened in the Olympics, or not the Olympics, the World Cup. You know, that was all NBA yeah. stars and All-Stars and some, you know, a couple max contract guys, and they didn't even win. Um, but luckily, there's no France in this tournament, so I think we should be all right. There's no Frank and Tilakina. Yeah, I was going to say, well, with I feel like with America, there are so many interchangeable guys coming in and out just because yeah. of the amount of talent that America has. And then obviously with the NBA season coinciding at points. So I feel like the best advantage every other team has usually is chemistry, right? right. They, they play with each other. They're always talking with each other. So it's an interesting dynamic. I, th- I feel like with Puerto Rico being the hometown team and then also having what seems like a pretty tight-knit group, it's going to be interesting to see how how all that plays out and if Puerto Rico USA play together, what the matchup will look like. But absolutely, nonetheless, we got to root on our guy Joe and also root on you know Michael Thompson, Carlos Arroyo as well, and just see how it plays out and everything. But fun to see some of those big three guys in there. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, you're obviously going to go in and root for Team USA if you're right. American, uh, right? Absolutely. So the fact that you know our guy Joe Johnson's on there just makes it you know that much more interesting. Hundred percent. So, uh, and we know, you know, from other podcasts and what he said and clearly just his Instagram, that Joe looks like he's prepared to come down to the big three. So, oh my all God. All, I mean, you see those be... pictures that he was posting of himself? I know. Oh my, that man is in incredible shape. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't look like he's going to have any trouble getting in shape. Like he always says, never have to get in shape if you, if you stay in shape. So that's true. Well, we'll see how all that plays out, but it's excited to hear that the big three is finally making some traction. We'll continue to update you guys. And that's pretty much it for the news side of things. Like we said, we have a great interview on the back half with mm-hmm. a young, with two young budding stars and the next network. They are about 30,000 followers on TikTok, aspiring sportscasters. And this is, a, let, let me just reiterate this. This is going to, for the audio version, it's going to be condensed. You can see the whole interview on YouTube. If you want to watch the show, it's pretty entertaining. Yeah. I mean, we, uh, yeah, I mean, let's be, you know, Honest here. So this was an incredibly entertaining interview. Uh, we really didn't know what to expect going into it, but it, you know, I mean, it was off the walls a little bit, you know, just a little off the walls in the best way possible, but it was off the yes. walls. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, we recognize that for people listening audio, it may not always be the, the easiest to follow just because there was a lot of, you know, talking and, and noise going on. Uh, so if you are interested in the interview audio form, you know, we're going to have it for you and we're going to, chop it up and do what we got to do so that it's uh, more you know, easier to follow along on audio. But if you are interested in the full thing, I think it's a very entertaining, you know, just to see our facial expressions and like some of the stuff <laughs> get a good laugh in the background. About it. You're definitely going to get a good laugh about it. I mean, Anthony and I were there the whole time, you know, so we're, we're going to have the unedited full thing on YouTube. So go to our YouTube to check that out. If you're already there, just hang out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have that to you shortly. And, but for everybody else, you know, I, we appreciate everybody who's listened this far and we, Look forward to the news to come. It's only going to be more and more bigger announcements. So we're excited for it. And, you know, for the first, for the first reactions and the, you know, the most, uh, most knowledgeable opinions and most experienced big three, you know, information, we appreciate you guys coming to us. And if this is your first time listening, we hope that you stick around. 100% couldn't have said it better. Yes, we continue to look for your feedback and, and 
try to find ways to, to, you know, fix the show or continue to make the show better, I should say. Um, but we appreciate everyone who's tuned in, continue to follow us, and we're excited for what lies ahead in 2021. For now, yes, let's get to the guys over at the next network. Okay, today on the show, we got a couple of, I want to say, potential TikTok stars here. They're really grown, growing on TikTok and really changing kind of the the fan account, sports media type of accounts uh, in the TikTok game. We got Josh and Michael on from the Next Network. Got about 30,000 followers now on TikTok. They put a lot of great content out through the football season and the basketball season. So excited to have you guys on and appreciate you guys, you know, taking the time. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having us on. Absolutely. So let's start here. You know, when did you guys start the TikTok accounts and did you initially set out to make it like a sports account or did you guys just have like a couple of personal accounts and combine them? How did that work out? So I, um, we'll start off with kind of how this whole thing started with the next and all of that. Well, originally this was a three man show with a kid who, uh, left us over the summer, but, the show, yeah. um, we started this thing and this show on this website called sportscaster. There were, there are a lot of us. Um, we were, we were the biggest one we've blown up the most, but there, there's like, there's a community of us that you're going to pay attention to them because mm-hmm. they're, they're getting there too. But, um, they were like on on the website that yeah, we use sportscaster.com. They're kind of following what we did because they saw what happened for us. They're gonna go on over there. They they went over to TikTok and they're gonna start to get bigger and that's pretty cool. But we we started doing this and uh, after a few months we had we had some success. I mean, in terms of interviews, we had a ton of interviews. Like we booked on interviews, but in terms of the viewership, really wasn't there that much until. Until we got big on Till, yeah, until we got big on TikTok. We, <laughs> we had the show before we did, yeah, before we uh, we had the show, cool. then we got TikTok over the summer, right? Is it became me and Michael. We decided to make a bunch of changes. One of the things we changed was let's make a social media, let's see how let's try and grow this thing, right? So, originally, actually, I uh, did have the next TikTok, but it had, I think, maybe I don't even think it had I don't even remember two that. videos. What? Yeah. Well, so I think you, I think you got logged into that and that's, that's kind of how we started. We just started. We, uh, the first few videos were like, uh, we did daily trivia and then it kind of, kind of just took off and they were just doing a daily. Josh was more active on it than me. And then we started posting clips uh, when sports came back of of a broadcast because we uh, do the Twitch broadcast. There was uh, um, Auburn, Alabama. Um, mm-hmm. the Iron yeah, Bowl. We called that game. Devontae Smith Bowl. got a long touchdown, and right before it, on the stream, I said they're gonna they're saying something up here. They're gonna go deep. The literally the following play, they threw like a fifty yard touchdown to Devontae Smith, and that right, we posted that clip, and that was the first clip that like got a lot of views. Oh wow! That oh, um, over a hundred thousand. Yeah. After that, me and Michael, we both said, "Okay, let's do this. Like, let's let's see what we can do." Right. And let's keep going. Yeah. Eventually, we we uh. Celtics Bucks. It was the second day of the NBA season. It was one of the first games. It was opening day for the Celtics and the Bucks. Opening day for everyone in the NBA except for the uh, four teams that played on the first day. Yeah. And uh, I'm not sure if you guys remember the game. We were watching the game. T- Jason Tatum hit that big step back three with Antetokounmpo in his face. So he posted that, and that is really where our account took off. It had like 450,000 views. Uh, we had like six verified uh, 
uh, creators comment on it. Hoops Nation, the uh, magic guy, Sean does magic. And then we had uh, Omar from ESPN. Nice. Uh, Omar commented on it. He requested to use it. And then he never did. Oh, yeah, we never, Omar. we never got on Sports Center. So it would have been bigger. We got, we got but, the whole, we got the comment. It was like, "Hi, I'm Omar." It was, is like that, that little like, um, you know, the, the, the message was like, "Can we right. use it?" We're like, "Yeah, use it, use it." And then, <laughs> use it. Go ahead. Nothing. Never oh my god. But gosh. but we got we got an knowledge by ESPN. Uh, so that was that was that was still pretty cool. We've been growing since then. Um, you know we. You know, just kind of keep it consistent <laughs> now. I had a video last week that got almost 400,000 views also. So Okay, okay. Nice. Flex. Okay, so, uh, so, yeah, yeah uh, flex on us because we clearly can't figure it out. So Sportscaster <laughs> wasn't worked out because I'm pretty familiar with that too. Something that was, I think, fun to use and, and you could really interact with a lot yeah, of people. But absolutely. it was it was kind of hard to figure out. So you made the transition to TikTok. So would you say that – you're, Unfortunately, that uh, website is shutting down. But I know. Rest in peace, yeah, those sportscaster. Yeah, it was good. It, that's how it, I got my start uh, in like doing all this, like with the practice. Me and Josh both want to be um, like professional commentators. Okay. Sports sports broadcasters when we get older. So that's what we do on on Twitch. I do the play by play, so I describe what happens, and then Josh um, is like the color analyst, so he's the one that. Um, like also describes what happens, I'm, I'm but after Tony the play, Romo. you're Tony Romo. He's okay. uh, right, yeah, yes. got it. Right, got it. exactly, exactly. Yeah, uh, to put it into real play-by-play color guy uh, terms, yes. Um, but I was actually doing TikTok for since December of 2019. I posted my first video, but I I didn't have too many videos. But I did have a personal account where I just posted some sports videos, uh-huh. but they weren't too many of them. Um, it wasn't until like the next where I really, you know, joined it. And that's when the TikTok thing really happened. I didn't think I was going to ever get big on TikTok. And like when I say I, I mean, not we, because when I, before the next, like it, when it was just, you know, me, you just, 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 just right. I just made TikToks for fun. Right. I just made a few. And then the next, and then we all, uh, or me and Josh, you know, then we both started making TikToks and we got big. So nice. And where did the where did the name Next come from? Is that something that you guys started on Sportscaster and then it just transitioned over to TikTok? Or is that something where you started on TikTok and I, I don't well uh well Sportscaster gave us the logo, but not the name. Uh Josh, you have the story about the yeah, name because so Josh me came and up with Luke, it. the other kid that was on here until summertime. Um we were thinking, what should we name this thing? And we were just like, okay, it's three young sports broadcasters. Um, something kind of like, all right, well, we, we all want to do it. We want to be kind of like the future. So how about like something like the future? I said, I like that, but let's think of something else. And then I just thought of, how about the next? The next, and yeah. That was oh, how it turned out pretty uh, well. I, yeah, I really, I absolutely <laughs> really like that. You guys, so I want to get this straight to you guys. So the long-term goal here isn't to be, you know, get a hype house, be TikTok stars. You guys want to be... <laughs> Uh, sports commentators where did this uh, dream where did this ambition come from was it a specific sport a specific individual that you like listening to who you know where did this manifest so um, if you don't mind Josh Uh if I start I um, have been going to a K 
camp now for a few years. I think I just went like this past summer virtual camp they had for like my third or fourth year. It's uh, called play by play camps. It pretty much gets you into it. It's for aspiring sportscasters that, you know, want to get into that field and do it. So they pretty much introduce you to how it works. They let you like practice it. They have like professionals uh, speak to you and they teach you about it, teach you about the whole craft of sports casting. So that's really where I got my start. I figure, you know, I wasn't, I was nine years old when I decided I wanted to be a sports commentator, but me, nine-year-old me and all my years before nine years old, I wanted to do so many things. I wanted to be a pilot. I wanted to be, uh, you know, poli- I, I, I'm I one of those that. people that like really wanted to do everything. You have the headset and then when to I be was- a pilot. So if you do <laughs> go back to the pilot thing, you can keep yeah, the headset. Yeah. If, I, if I need to, right? If I need to. Michael yeah, Airlines. Uh, Mursky Air was that. what I had Mursky imagined. Air. Air. Oh, Mursky Air? That is what I had imagined to name. Oh, name I'm using the, I, I had imagined to get so big that I, that I, would, I would have my own airline. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm being called Mursky Air. I love the big dreams that, right I'm, off I'm the bat. I'm using that. Yeah, but that was, I was like young me. Right. And, then, and then later, you know, I wanted to be a sports commentator. And as I went, to the camp for a few years and I really got into it. And now my voice got considerably deeper than it was, for example, <laughs> in the summer. I uh, did, and I, my voice yeah, is still kind of squeaky. You got sticky squeaks now, you got shit off. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta check out the summer. Uh, last year, the last football season, so the one before this one, the one of the Chiefs won the Super Bowl against the Niners, that that season I was doing, I was calling games on Sportscaster using my, my phone uh, and I didn't have too many viewers, you know, I may have had like 30 on a good day. Uh, but I would just like put my phone up on like a table and just record my, that was like a year, that was last year. So two years ago, uh, no, uh, last year, year in 20, well said Michael in 2019, yeah, 2019 in the late mid two years ago, 19. Uh, two years ago. Well, no, well, not two years ago. Technically, a year and a half ago. Well, regardless, summer of 2019, summer of 2019, I went on Sportscaster. I got introduced to sportscaster uh through the camp so the, okay. the guy the guy that's like been working with us on the next the guy that provided us with our logo and uh set us up with a constant interview is named nick he's one of the um uh, people one of like the head people in charge of sportscaster so he came to talk uh to the baltimore play-by-play camps um and we all got sportscaster t-shirts i still have mine that's pretty good and then we went on the app and that summer I, you know, was doing it. And then I had this other kid, Luke, who also went to the Baltimore camp. He lives in Pennsylvania, but he traveled down to the Baltimore camp. And so me and him were friends now for a few years from the camp. And then Josh, um, I had a mutual friend with him. And then, you know, he was, you know, on Instagram, he was followed by a lot of my friends. I like to joke. He was actually like last year, he was more popular in my grade than me. <laughs> I'm two um, years older, which is what's funny. And, right, right. He's two grades ahead. Right. right. I, I should probably mention that. Right. So I introduced Josh and Luke. We had the show. There's a real chance then, I was more popular in his grade than I was in my own grade. I just said that. Yeah. No, I was like in my uh, own grade. I, I mean, everyone. Oh, yeah. you, oh, okay. 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 Never mind that. Yeah. 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 There's a chance that he was popular in my grade. I don't, I don't know why. But everyone well, it's because I knew I've known those kids for years. Everyone was celebrating. Right. Right. He's known. So, yeah, that's kind of how I took off. I feel like I've been taking too much time. So, I, I, Josh. Um, yeah. I did not go to play with my camps. I was not any of that. Um, so, when I was 10, uh, 2014 NFL season, um, 
I just I started following football a little more, a little more, and of and just after a while, I've I've gained this knowledge for the game that is that is a lot, like mm-hmm. I said. Um, but uh, after a while, just over the years, people were always telling me, "Hey, you should be a sports announcer. You should be a sports announcer." Like, it just I'm like, okay, okay. So I wanted. I said, okay, let's do it. Let's do it. So I've always been kind of saying I will pursue it, and then. In the summer of 2019, I took that step. I decided to make a podcast, um, The Other Berman Show. Um, Chris Berman, The Other Berman. That's how I thought of it. <laughs> that's, that's how I thought of the name. That's great. I thought it was good. Um, it, I mean, it was, it was mildly successful. Mm-hmm. Compared to what we have now, it was not a success at all. But, I mean, like, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't bad. I mean, we, we had some viewers. Um, I was able to land a couple of interviews. Ravens left guard. Bradley Bozeman uh, came on the show a couple of times. Um, Fullback Pat Ricard was on the no project. Pat, he came on. Okay. Um, both of them may or may not be coming on the next at some point soon. We don't know. Ooh, okay, okay. Maybe. A preview. Hopefully. Um, but uh, yeah, and just over time, I I I, I met Michael around around that time, like right right around. Right, when I and it. I. I, I gone on his show the first show i went on it was either june or july 25th i don't know why i remember that uh but 2019 probably july because um, i didn't i started the end of june. probably july yeah. wait so, I was so on one your of his partnership first started out as michael being a guest on no josh's show no it no, was just it was that is... came on my show oh okay because i was gonna say because that's actually right. how yeah, this was... podcast started yeah yep no, that's not. No, him. so I just I just came on a show. That's really where we started to get to know each other, kind gotcha. of. Okay, okay. I, I had appeared three or four times on a show. I was like the most common. The reason guest. why I Sounds was introduced familiar, to yeah. him to begin with is because I was he was hyped up as a mini me. <laughs> but I was told that's what they said. I, I was that's told that he was like a mini me, a, a kid that knows a lot about sports, and wants to do the same thing I want to do. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. And lives in the same. Yeah. You so know, I was like, oh, that's, that's kind of cool. And, and that's how I uh, met him. And there you go. No, that's, I mean, that's, that's how it awesome. started. And yeah. We so when uh, quarantine starts, when the next became a thing. Gotcha. Right. Okay. So that was like, you know, we didn't know what to do. It was quarantine. We, we started a sports show. We somehow managed to go every single day until, um, until like sports started to come back. We went every single day. Didn't miss a single night. Did not miss a single night. Either one of us, two of us, most nights, all three of us towards, uh, and then and then obviously it just became me and Josh. But we, me and Josh, only did the next for a few days because then sports came back. Right. We started calling the games. Um, but when we were with Luke, we did it for months uh, from Every March sixteenth, eight thirty yeah, to Sixteenth, we were able to cover an hour of March to wow. And sports weren't even happening, right? As Josh said. We had to, we were struggling to find topics. That's why we were doing the interviews over the summer. Uh, we were mostly doing them, but well, not mostly. We were almost not all, all of our video interviews were with uh, sportscasters who were like big Bob Costas, uh, who I'm sure you guys. We, now, we want a contest to get him. That was, yeah, we want a really? contest to get him. Iron Eagle. I, know. I love Ian Eagle. Yes. We're, we're, we're yeah, working on getting yeah. football guy. Yeah. I love yeah, we're trying to get him back. Iron Eagle. Yeah. Best commentator. Son, my favorite. His son, Noah, Noah who's the guy Noah? that did the Nickelodeon yeah. game. Oh, you know, I talk, yeah. I'm friends with him. I talk to him all the Get time. Get out of here. Je- yeah, the, 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 one the Nickelodeon game. I'm jealous. He's also no. the voice. He's the voice of the Clippers, uh, the LA Clippers. And then you have 
uh, who else would do? Uh, Andrew Siliano, Matthew Barry, Freely, yeah, Josh. So I, no, yeah, I get a Cynthia Freeland interview because you guys right, both slept in. You guys both <laughs> okay, okay, overslept. Fine, fine. Okay, 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 So I did okay. it all by myself. No, uh, wait. Yeah, I, I, uh, so let's talk about this contest. What what was this yeah. Bob Costas contest? So it was a sportscaster one. Con- oh, did I cut you? No, off? I just want to know no, like good. what what are the other connections within there? So talk about talk about the contest and how you how you won this contest on sportscaster, and then. Did you get the other connections through Bob Costas or through Sportscaster? No, we got the other connections through uh, LinkedIn. Luke, the other guy that we did it with, is like <laughs> really good at getting connections. Really? No uh, way. Yeah. LinkedIn is how we got most of our guests. The Costas thing. So Sportscaster ran a competition. It was called uh, the Fans Give Back competition, pretty much the reward. So you had to use like a hashtag fans give back on sports cash, like when you make your videos. So that month, that was May. And the month of May was like flooded with I mean there's probably more broadcast done on Sportscaster than any before. We ended up having the most views under that hashtag than anybody else did under that hashtag. So we it raised money, like all the broadcast or the view, it raised some sort of money for some COVID relief um, fund. Yeah. We weren't really, yeah, it wasn't, we weren't really aware what it was. Uh, as a matter the of fact, money went I somewhere. Realize we're the, money went the money went somewhere. The money went somewhere. The money somewhere. And we feel good about it. We don't know. It was for it a went. good cause. Know, but it, it did something. You're not asking yes, questions. It was for a good cause for COVID, and we got not Bob personal Costin. gain at all. So for, for, for I'm COVID not complaining. Relief. Right. Well, we got personal gain from the Costas thing. Right? So looking back at it, COVID relief. Okay, we did something for COVID Next relief, but for us, really, it was for um, the Costas thing. So that was pretty cool. That's how we got it. Sportscaster. That was through Sportscaster. That was that was a fun. That oh, was... She must have been killing on there because I know I was on Sportscaster for a little bit, and I felt like I was putting out daily content there. I mean, maybe not as long as you guys, but maybe they're like two or three weeks, like every single day. And I would look at the leaderboards and be like, I'm never going to climb to the top. These guys are putting it out two to three like, times Who is a day. the next? Yeah. <laughs> who are these guys at the top? <laughs> I guess feeling better. There were days we did like two or three streams a day sometimes. I mean, it was – it That's wasn't crazy. just like uh, the most – When, 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 when were you – Yeah, no. When were you on, on like sports like, – uh, so, for, for, for me yeah, – go ahead, go ahead. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm an editor at Unwrapped Sports, and so Unwrapped was big into trying to get on – like get all the creators on Sportscaster. They were teaming up with Sportscaster – doing you know incentives if you had so many views within the unwrapped sports network so for me too it was kind of a personal gain i was just trying to gain the incentive as much as i could but i didn't yeah. i don't remember anything about the cost contest that was there. june june okay. that was may, may. june okay. may well the interview was june and the competition was may I, i'll tell you what, so what when were you on on, on i guess i was on there i guess around the same time maybe like january to to may or something of 2020 Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it was before. Maybe I was in 2019. I can't really remember. Like I, I was using it pretty sparingly, you know, for a little bit. You were, I feel like you were can, big on it 2019. Cause I remember you wanted me to get on it with you 2019. Maybe we we're thinking about doing some big three games, uh, but it never maybe really it was 2019. Yeah. I could tell you Richard this. Sherman so had a I, partnership with them. He made an account and then just oh, yeah, there's a bunch of people. Really? Richard Sherman. Richard, no, Richard Sherman once did like a post game analysis. Of one. Was yeah, oh, yeah. He did one straight. Oh. Uh, Vernon Davis. There's a bunch of people that partner with Sportscaster. Yeah. Bob Costas being Richard Sherman being the biggest one. Bob Costas being out there. Uh, I'll, I'll say this. So Sportscaster. So 
if I got into like the top 20 of the leaderboard, I had a few friends who were like, well, that's like, that's big. If I would get in like the monthly leaderboard of, of like sports cash, because then back then it was money before COVID. Yes. Mm-hmm. You want money. You want a thousand dollars. You were number first one. Place yeah. For the month. Yeah. So it was a thousand dollars from sports caster. And then on top of that, right. like unwrapped sports network had this partnership. So you were getting maybe, you know, maybe another 200 hey. to $500 on there. So it's like a lot of incentives. Is- yeah. So we, we're number one for most of the summer. Of course, we started getting because big sports of COVID. Took the money away. <laughs> Once they took the money away. That right. works in life. Right? Yeah, we missed out, but we got like we got an internship, sportscaster internship through them. So they paid us fifty bucks a month, which is not a ton of money, but it is a start. That's it is sure. no one thousand dollars a month, but it is yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So um. Yeah, but TikTok really I was I was introduced to a TikTok through my sister it's TikTok, was TikTok, Michael. It's well I knew it was introduced to like, TikTok. <laughs> okay, I didn't have TikTok. I found this app. My, my I was scrolling the app store. I found this little app. It was number one on the chart, so it was pretty popular. <laughs> let me let right. me ask this because I haven't stopped thinking about this since you guys said it. Uh was Iron Eagle as just fantastic as a human being as he yes. seems on television? No. Okay. Yes, that was the best. That was the best interview we ever did. That was we had never. That was the longest interview we ever. Really, longest interview ever. It was an hour. His was an hour. Wow. Yeah, if if we have a long interview, like Costas was, about a half hour, okay. which was like pretty long. No, right. It was the most stressful half hour of my life. <laughs> yeah, no, he was. You should have seen. I was doing laps around my house Literally. leading up to the no, interview, no. and I was in like for sure. And I mean, as you know, I was in my. Uh, Tie. I was in my SEC <laughs> Exactly what it was. And I had so many things going on. My computer had broke the night before. Oh, uh, so that, that interview I had to do on my my sister's computer. Uh, that was like the only stream I've ever done on, on like my sister's computer. And because we, we was like, oh, wait, we went like a whole like emergency state. We needed to do it. We were like preparing. I was I was so nervous for it. It was insane. Was I, so I don't think I've so ever funny. been nervous for that. Yeah, I mean, because Josh, you know. Of course, Josh was excited. I was all kinds of hyped up. Yeah, but I was excited and scared because mm-hmm. I thought this was the biggest break I'm going to get in the next five, at least five years until I get to college. And of course, the first we was going to be the biggest break I ever had. And obviously now with we have, what, 39 point, like 7,000 TikTok followers. 39. That's probably the biggest. Not 31. 31. 31. 31. 31. Sorry, 31. By the time this interview comes out, it'll be 39. Absolutely. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's all the same once it hits a certain number. <sighs> That's true. 30 something. We have 30 something thousand followers. No, we have 30,000 something. That's crazy. Doesn't it? We have a lot of. Yeah. My point is. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's my point. Well, so one question also, too, that I wanted to ask you about TikTok is that you guys have seen or you guys have not seen because it's the truth you guys have created a very active community of fans yeah, like i feel like oh, yeah like you guys have like i oh, feel like yeah. i'm always seeing like people make accounts like i saw like i think one where it was like josh's like left ear or something and like or like burner <laughs> accounts people pretend to be you guys next network has spoken 
Yes, exactly. So, um, like, uh, there's a Michael Murphy. Oh, man. What the heck? Uh, um, I, I don't I want think that. Right. No, but there's, there's thousands of people who Michael have Mercy said bad things the about the legendary me. one. But that was created by, that was created by well, that, that was like a while ago, right? That was like a th- my friend made the meme page. My friend from school, and then another friend of mine or from a friend of ours, one of the sports cast people Josh was telling you about um, from New York. He lives in New York. He also made, there were just people watching. He's a clone of me. He's going to blow up soon. I'm telling yeah. you right now. Yeah. Um, well, I feel like part of the rise to, you know, a little bit of stardom, you're always going to, you know, gain a little hate yeah, because people but, are envious, you know? They, well, there's a lot more hate towards me than Josh. Uh, hey, listen, baby, you do what you both, want when you popping, right? I, I like it, though. I, 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 mean, I, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I had a, yeah, I enjoy it. My God. I, I like, I Love to hear that. remember one of the craziest things, one of the, uh, like one of the craziest things I remember on the next that I've ever said, maybe was, uh, I remember it was one of our first episodes and Josh and Luke could not stop laughing for so long. I said, I'd want to be an NFL. Yes! I like getting booed. I like, getting, I like hearing booze by the, the whole stadium. I would like to be, I would like it. And I remember Josh and Luke would not get off me for the next I like, booed two him for weeks. A solid 30 seconds. Yeah. And then he went on it. And, right. And I, I remember that part. Um, and uh, <laughs> what? And now we have, um, you know, more followers than the biggest NBA stadium. Uh, capacity wise. Oh wow, so that's an incredible what a way to phrase that. Yeah, I know. That was what that was Michael <laughs> figured that out. Like the, the, United followers the United Center do. is the biggest NBA arena. Center. And we have biggest enough NBA. followers to fill it. That's like, quite that's the sales pitch right there. Which that's crazy. As crazy as that is, think about this. We have thirty thousand. Think about Charlie D'Amelio. Think about how many followers that really Lenny Mursky. Think about how many followers that is. My brother's Lenny Mursky's a legend. <laughs> I, I this is an audio thing, right? No, so it's gonna, it's gonna be on YouTube will... as well. Yes! Oh, it's on YouTube. Okay. <laughs> on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna need you to leave. So, how do you how do you guys handle the the, the community? Like, do you, obviously you embrace it, but you know, how do you kind of connect with them outside of them just like making pages and you know? That to me was the shocker. A megal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. No, no, we're we're listening. We need the Omega story now. All right, that like, it's not as crazy as you think. It's just that's oh. just the way we talk to the fans. That's just oh, like, okay, I got you. Okay, but no, but we connected with like Josh had like an hour worth of people waiting for yeah, him, lining how, up. That was the moment to talk. Like, people really watch this. Whoa, yeah, wow, yeah. The people, <laughs> I was on Omega and Josh was too, and like. People would see me, you know. You, you have you guys been on on the on this? Yes. You'd you use the tag. <laughs> I, I wasn't the doing it network. for uh, you know, to to gain Talk professional experience. Yeah. But yes, I have been right? on Omega. Yes. So we'd we'd record ourselves. You know, we'd say we're going on Omega right now. Use the tag, the next network to find us. And so then, you know, we'd we'd skip the p- person. We'd get someone. Let's say we get a. We these random twelve nine year old. Like, oh, I found you. They get so excited. Nine year old boy. And then, you know, we see them. I, like, smile. I say hi or something. And then their jaw just drops. <laughs> and they're like, whoa. I mean, and then you're like, I mean, I'm not famous, am I? I mean, I guess I am. Uh, but people were, like, just so I'm excited to see me I'm not famous until I go out in public and, and someone recognizes me. That'll be the moment right. where I'll say, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, maybe I have some fame. Until I can go out in public and someone I don't know recognizes me, I will not. Oh, but we can't really go out in public too often. That, well, I... <laughs> 
we are a big three podcast, so let's talk a little big three. So I know, so Josh, and Michael, you guys said that you uh, are very, I don't say casual fans, but you, were, you know, what I mean, you probably aren't as into it as probably Anthony and I are, which I would say that's probably most people right now who watch the big three. I guess when you guys have watched it, what are your initial impressions of it? You know, what, what do you enjoy watching of it? What do you think maybe can be improved upon? You know, what do you think? Um, I'll say this. I mean, clearly they're doing something right. This was, when was this founded? When, when was this like? 17, 2017. 2017. And it's already an Olympic sport. Right. Technically. Yeah. Like the, clearly they're doing something right. But for fun. the concept of it, I think is great. I love the four point line thing. I think that's really interesting. I think Circles, that is yeah. something that like I've always had my eye on. Like I, I, I have an opinion on the big three. <laughs> my opinion on the big three is that the big three is cool, but I don't think the NBA should implement anything that the big three does. I can respect that into their game. For sure. Uh, I think the big three is the big three, and I like the big three. And I think what the big three does works for the big three, big three. and works for people. It's entertaining. Mm-hmm. But I think the NBA and the big three should be separated. I think the NBA should have the NBA rules, and the big three should have well, big, big three rules. No knock against the big right. three. Right. No, I agree with you. I, I like right. Yeah. That's a bad um, point. So I don't even disagree. I was just thinking. I like. It's just one of those things I've always thought about. Right. Josh, Michael, I appreciate you guys coming on. You know, you guys can follow them. What is it? TikTok is the main one, but is there anything where else they can find you? Twitch. Twitch. Okay. The next network. Yep. So you guys want to find these. I mean, listen, we're we're looking at the next, you know, the next Bob Costas is the next, you know, Mike, the next Iron Eagles right here. And so I really feel like, you know, you guys got to get in on, these guys early because at the end of the day you're going to be able to watch them commentate a world series a super bowl and nba finals you're going to be like i remember watching them on twitch so gentlemen i appreciate you guys coming on again i hope that we can do this again sometimes and i wish you guys the best of luck uh moving forward absolutely this is a ton of fun thank you thank you thank Thank you it's been very fun all right, guys. So we appreciate everybody who listened to that full interview. We hope that you guys had as much fun listening to that as we had recording it. Uh, if you're listening to this on audio, I encourage everybody to go watch it on YouTube. I think it gives a, little, a lot more context to everything that was going on. And there's definitely a ton of funny stuff that happened that just didn't really work from an audio standpoint. So we, uh, we probably had to cut it. Um, so we appreciate that. Thank you guys. Um, everybody listening on youtube thank you please make sure to hit that uh, like comment and subscribe thank you very much everybody we will see you next episode thank you for listening to believe You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.